it's always going to be ups and downs. You know, there's going to be days where you're you're feeling inspiration, days that you don't feel it. I think at the end of the day, I always tell this. I say, hey, just keep it going. Just keep going because you want to have like some motion, no matter how fast or how slow that motion is. You just got to keep going. Just get started. It doesn't have to be perfect. And just like learn along the way, you know, be be a student. If you know if it's photography or or video or what what have you, just be a student of the the game as well. And just, you know, take as much as you can. in. But at the same time, that stuff you're taking in, also be sure to pay it forward and, and give some of that away, too. On this week's episode of The Contact Sheet, we're talking with Vince Perry, Jr., Hey everyone, welcome back to another episode of The Contact Sheet. And on today's show, we are sitting down with Vincent Perry Jr., who is a photographer based out of Seattle, Washington, uh, also has a YouTube channel uh, with a bunch of content on there, just really talented in both regards uh, as a still photographer and also as a filmmaker. So been a big fan of Vince's work for a while now. We've kind of connected a few times in the past and been following each other for a while now. So it was great to just have the chance to sit down with him and uh, yeah, talk about all things photography and video. And funny enough, after we kind of cut the recording, we ended up talking, I think, for like an hour after this as well. So I uh, should have kept rolling, could have probably made two episodes out of this conversation but just a really really awesome guy uh, to talk to and uh, I really admire kind of his mindset and his outlook um, when it comes to his craft and just navigating the creative life so really great conversation I think you're all going to enjoy this one and let's jump into things it's funny so I obviously did some re like I'm familiar with your work and you know I've been following yeah. you for a while and stuff Appreciate like that. It. And then I, you know, tried to- basically my research was limited to like your Instagram and your yeah. YouTube. So everything <laughs> I already know, right? I'm like, yeah, where's yeah. the website? <laughs> trying yeah. to find like some background on you. So I don't really know yeah. much about your background other than uh what I've seen on social media. So like when like how long have you even like how long you've been yeah. doing this and how'd you get into it? Yeah. So I've um I've been doing photo and video for uh it's been four years now. So I started like August twenty sixteen. Um basically kind of got into it uh just because like close friends of mine were into photography, into video, like dating back to like two thousand eleven. And we would always like to shoot stuff for like Tumblr. Um, I would say that's probably like the golden age of the uh, Tumblr. And we would just like post stuff on there, get like um, reblogs or get like notes on the on the photos and things. And that was like always cool. And that was kind of like my first exposure to seeing things, I guess, in a higher quality online as far as like photos and uh, video going and everything like that, which was super cool. Um, so I never owned a camera during that time, but I always like enjoyed being in front of the camera, like with them, because like who doesn't want great photos, right? So it was always cool way back when to like just take those photos and just post them like on Instagram or whatever. Um, so yeah, it was, I kind of like got in that way, but fast forwarding to 2016, um, when I moved from Florida to Salt Lake after I finished college uh, in 2015. I was basically thinking about, okay, like, I think I'm going to try to get into this photography and video thing um, because I always enjoyed, like, when I was with my friends, us, like, just basically documenting the moments of us just, like, hanging out, you know, traveling to, like, see each other and things like that. It was always cool. So they're very, like, candid moments, 
candid moments and things that we had got captured and stuff like that. And it kind of just transformed to what it is today for me. I mean, like I've been, yeah, I've been on Instagram since like 2011, but like the account I have isn't, isn't very old. Cause I actually remade my account. Like actually okay. when, I mo- when I moved to Seattle, um, after starting photography and everything I saw, like it was just a way for me. I felt like I just wanted to do it. Like I just wanted to start like brand new. I mean, I, I've been on YouTube since like 2017, um, but I would just like do videos and I would just like upload what I was working on. It wasn't necessarily like always photo, like, sure. Um, I, not even until recently I started like really claiming that I'm a filmmaker. I would just always call myself a video maker because like I didn't, I kind of felt like in a way that I was like disrespecting people that were like actually in the industry. Like I have a close friend of mine who's like in it legit. And I was just always like very self-conscious of that. And then I was like, you know what? Like, forget this. No, I need to like claim this because like, this is like what I do. Um, And then just like, even on YouTube, you know, like showing photos and things like that. I talked about it in one of my videos, but I was just basically saying like, you know, you may click on this video because you think it's about the photo, but it's actually, it's about that, but it's like another way for me to kind of just show my skills like as a filmmaker and then just like as an editor and stuff as well. Like I really enjoy that side. Um, yeah. 100%. But yeah, so I've been around for like a little bit, just kind of like doing my thing. Um, I think I've had like the benefit of kind of like creating like in the shadows, like I've been able to really work on things and kind of like work on my craft without many people taking notice to what I do. I think it's been like a huge benefit for me. Um, even though like I've kind of been around, but as far as like my website goes, I've had a website for a while and I was actually waiting for you to ask this question. Cause I, I was like, <laughs> I know you always like check the website out and I was like, I can't wait to answer this. But, um, funny, funny story. Uh, uh, back in, I think it was like February is when my Squarespace site like expired or was about to expire sure. and everything that's going on right now with like covid i was like uh i don't really know if i want to renew my website right now because i don't really feel like i'm going to get any work and i was like i think this i think it's like 200 and something dollars which is not that much over the course of a year but i was just like still an expense yeah yeah i was like "Hmm, can i go without this and i was like yeah i'm pretty sure i can so i just i never renewed it i still have like my email like with my domain but this site's expired but i actually was in the process of getting it updated um, because like more specifically with shooting film, it's like been consistent for me now for uh, since like early last year. So I, yeah, early 2019, but got like my first film camera in like spring 2018 on like 35 millimeter, just a little Canon A1 program. But yeah, I was just like in the process of trying to get everything updated to kind of what I'd been shooting like over the last year and everything like that. But yeah, I just I just let that thing expire. <laughs> well, and you know what? It's cool to hear you say that. It's I actually like I whenever I ask that question now, I'm like I think about it a little bit because like I've been um, you know online with my well, I've been online with my photography for like over ten years. Well, yeah. yeah, probably over ten years, and so much has changed, right? But like a website it used to be like the thing, yeah, right? Like you had a web website, but now it's like I, I talked about this in one of my previous um podcast i can't remember with who but like you know i don't really ever go on people's websites that yeah. much because i'll like i'm i follow people on social media uh you know i get a super good feel for their work on like say on like yeah. youtube stuff like that right so to like yeah 
go to like a website is not as important as it used to be yeah in my opinion yeah i still i can definitely agree with that i think that was another reason why i felt comfortable with just like not renewing it like i think it's super important to have you know and uh like you know if social media were to ever go away you know you always have you know a home base for your work to live you know whether it be youtube um something happening with that or like instagram like what if your account gets deleted or something like that sure. so i feel like it's always good to have um i think from a client perspective if you're doing things gigs and, and freelancing with that it's i think it's that's definitely important to have because then you know they're not having to go and click on other links and things but you know i'm sure you know that as well um well as and you know many people out there is i feel like that's one thing that's always been preached is you know just being able to house your work all in one place it, it just makes it easier so yeah 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 no i'd agree with that for sure it's like multiple it's kind of like multiple streams right you need all these you don't need but there's a lot of different options of like ways you can put yourself yeah. out there and obviously For they sure. all have their their different purposes right like i think youtube's an amazing platform to be able to really kind of connect with your audience right have yeah. them get a really good feel for like your personality who you are uh, same, same with instagram and then obviously you know a website is more like purely kind of work based yeah. to see someone's work but De definitely but uh well that's interesting really interesting to hear you talk about uh like obviously having followed your youtube channel i've always been so impressed by not only just your photography but also uh, your ability with filmmaking and i love hearing you talk about getting to this point where you you decided that you were going to call yourself a filmmaker because in the past like i yeah. experienced the same thing right and it's similar now like you know nowadays a lot of people call themselves dops and all this kind of stuff yeah. right where it's like you know the the term is is used a lot kind of more loose now but i think the the cool thing about hearing you talk about it is, is like not even so much like what other people think it's almost like you decided that you're going to take yourself as serious as you should yeah, exactly it's um it's super important it just it wasn't even like an imposter syndrome type thing because like i always felt like i've like been pretty solid with it um i think i've gotten a lot better now even just like doing youtube um sure. and just like even just some of the projects and things that i've done um i think it's just really what it comes down to filmmaking i think it's just direction and and storytelling at the end of the day um you know however you're using however you're kind of moving in that direction regardless of like equipment you know it doesn't have to be something that's high value or you know people do stuff like on their phone they have like filmmaking festivals that are just mobile mm -hmm. which is like so cool and um yeah i love getting to stretch that muscle yeah no i i agree and i i like that you said that because nowadays especially more than ever you know we are spoiled with gear and yeah. like the gear that's coming out is crazy for the price it costs but it seems like more and more people are complaining and picking things apart more than they ever have before yeah. and it's just like you know like i was thinking about this the other day right like people are like color science right like oh sony's oh, yeah. the worst can't all this stuff but i'm like <laughs> these are the same people who are like gonna will go and like slap some lut on their footage afterwards yeah. which is gonna alter everything right oh, so th man. there's these crazy like we have so many tools but you're right like you can get so creative with so many different tools even something like a phone um where like there's all these other elements that make the piece. It's not just like the one tool right. that's going to make or break it. 
Yeah, I think, you know, just even to add on to that, when it comes to like doing filmmaking, regardless of what camera you have, the most important thing is going to be like the light that you're shooting in. Like if you're shooting in light that looks like crap, more oftentimes than not, your footage is going to look like crap. It's definitely happened to me, but it just all depends on like what you're doing. Like if you're, if the direction of whatever you're working on is supposed to be some big type of deal, like definitely pay more attention to it. But like, if you're just doing like a vlog or something, it doesn't really like matter. I think the most important thing, like in a vlog is just like, you know, the audio and thing is kind of like getting conveyed and things like that. But it's a, it's a super, it could, we could even spend the whole episode just talking about that. We could say <laughs> nothing about photography. Like, you know, you mentioned color, like that's a whole thing too with, you know, like LUTs. I mean, un, even, even just like understanding how to grade, I feel like it's always a process even for me it's now. Non-stop. That was like one of the hardest. Yeah. That was like one of the hardest things for me to like pick up and you kind of just, I feel like you have to develop a system that'll work for you. Just knowing how to like shoot your footage. Like I've, yeah, I've, I've definitely like battled with that and just like have learned a ton, even just like shooting log, like before, like I was overexposing it too much and I even still see it in some of my footage, but I'm just like, Oh, it's, you know, it's whatever. I'll, uh, I'll update all that eventually when I get around to it. But, uh, it's, I'll tell you, it's a challenge. Well, and that's it, but that's how you learn, right? Like that's just exactly. how it goes. And it's, you know, whenever you change to a different camera system, your workflow completely changes. Yeah. You have to learn things again. And then also, you know, making stuff for YouTube, it's like, especially if you're trying to do it consistently, like there, there comes a point where you can only put so much time into it. Right. Oh, and you're, man. you're a one man band. And like, yeah. you know, it's not like you're paying a colorist, you know, a thousand dollars an hour to color your YouTube videos. Right. Like, yeah, there I, are limitations. Exactly. Yeah. I heard you talking about it. I think it was, uh, in the first solo, uh, podcast episode. Um, cause I think you just put out a, another one, uh, yesterday or a couple of days ago. Yeah. Yeah. And um, you were talking about, I can't remember which video it was, but you were like, yeah, like I, I did the grade on it and everything. I was editing editing it and then like I just put it to rest and then I took a look at it the next morning with fresh eyes. Like I do that all the time. Like Man. I have to walk away from it and come back. I do the same thing with photos, but I feel like with video and filmmaking, it's just always like there can always be like more. And For sure. you just like how you were talking about it's basically you just have to know like what's the point to stop, especially like for youtube like i definitely get caught up in that uh i was actually talking with a a bunch of other youtubers like yesterday um and that was super cool so community aspect uh but i was basically talking a little bit about my process and um one of the people in there uh, uh joan michelle she was talking about vince like you're always like the perfectionist like you're the quality guy i just said look that's just like what it is by nature like i just that's how i am yeah like i feel like when i watch other channels like i can tell like who does video and then like who's just trying to like put together a video which is like all good and well but um yeah you just have to like know when to stop like when i upload i'll i i watch the video once i export it from final cut and then i watch it unlisted and then i look at it i make notes like I actually uploaded a video like a couple, like two weeks ago and I missed like a captioning that I was doing and I misspelled something. 
And then I didn't see it until after it had been up for like 15 minutes. And I was like, oh, wait, I got to take that down. I got to take that <laughs> down. I deleted it. Uh, I went back. I had to change it. And I was like, yeah, this is like a result of me like looking at it too much. And I didn't yeah. like have enough time away and then just was able to get into a consistent flow with it. But it's a ton of fun. I think that's a part of the reason why maybe we can spend a whole bunch of time. It's like, yeah, we want to get it perfect. But at the same time, like I feel like the time just passes when you're editing video. It's just you just get really you really get into it and get into the flow and then you know next thing you know like half your day is gone (laughs) yeah yeah man you can spend so so much time and i feel i get the vibe that me and you are very 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 similar and it's a slippery slope again especially for something like youtube and i'm not saying that oh it's just youtube don't worry about the quality event like i'm I'm personally always trying to do the best job possible regardless of yeah. what, where it's going. But I'm exactly. just like, you know, if I'm trying to do this consistent, which I have been over this year as much as I can, like it's not going to work if I'm spending like five yeah. days a week on a video. Right? Exactly. It's just not impossible. Exactly. I remember like when you came back and you like uploaded, it was, I think it had been like five months maybe since like yeah. your last upload. And then everyone yeah. was so excited just to see you back. And I know I definitely was. And yeah, no, you're absolutely right. Like spending five days a week um, trying to do these videos uh, is not, that's not something that's sustainable, especially like if you're not doing it full time. Um, Cause I know you're, you're a filmmaking or you're a filmmaker too outside of just YouTube, like in your own um, production. Like, I don't know too much in detail about like what you've done, but the recent video I was uh, able to see some of the work, which was really cool. But hmm. you know, if you're doing, things like as a business outside of YouTube using like your creative skills, like those client projects and things are definitely going to take precedent because you're getting paid. You got to eat and keep the lights on and everything. So (laughs) it's like, which one do you do? And I know you've talked about it. It's so funny just talking with you about what you've (laughs) talked about in your videos, but it's like, yeah, if I can do this YouTube thing, um, full time and get paid, like, yeah, that would be great. Like, why not? Because the community aspect of it is so great. Like, you're making things that you love. And just like how you talked about earlier, um, as far as, like, where your work can live outside of just website or just Instagram, YouTube is, like, a great space um, for that. That's one reason why I enjoy it so much, too. It's like, you know, these photos and things are lasting more than just that three to five seconds. Somebody's looking at it on Instagram. Yeah. Like, and... For me personally, I, I like rarely visit people's profiles a lot. Like yeah. what I see in the feed is like what I get. And then maybe if I see the photo, then I'll click through on the your profile and then kind of like look. But for the most part, like what what Instagram shows me, I keep up with. But like you're someone that pops up in my feed definitely like a lot. So that's good. So I'm not missing much there. <laughs> but it's just YouTube is just different. Like when you do the videos like they just take on a life of their own even i feel like they have so much value more than just the day that they're posted or like the week or even month like i've had videos that i've done just all of a sudden just start gaining traction that's like older and i'm just like oh man this is like so weird like but it just yeah it just keeps going you just never know like how that stuff will work and then it'll always be there it's really cool to look back on everything too um you know from when you first started to like now i know especially like for me I feel like at one point, like I was last year in 2019, like, or the end of 2018 to into 2019, probably brought into the spring, I was on like a consistent flow, like where I was doing videos every week. But then 
even looking back on some of my videos, I was like, man, I feel like I was just like trying too hard. And yeah, I was like, oh, I feel like I'm so awkward in front of the camera. Like that's not even like a natural thing to do. I feel like I've gotten better with it. But I feel like as opposed to sitting down for a talking head um, versus like going out to vlog or something, like if yep. I'm just out, I feel a lot better when I'm out for some reason. For sure. Like when I sit down and like set the camera up on a tripod, it feels like it's so... It's a lot more like intimidating, right? And um, oh man, I can keep talking about this, but I want to add <laughs> one more thing. Like, even for me too, uh, as far as just like doing YouTube and and you know doing videos, and this year has been like pretty good uh, for me. I would say like uh, just as I'd say fairly recent as far as like consistency and things. But I think one thing, one challenge I've had with it probably since like late winter is I I actually sold my mark four that i was using so i don't mm. even own a digital camera right now uh, okay so like whenever i've wanted to do videos i've like opted to rent a camera so okay. you know spend like a couple hundred bucks yep i'd plan out my videos and then literally like the week that i had the camera i was like filming pretty much like every day like going out to shoot i was like okay like let me create this huge backlog and if there's i don't even know if it's an achilles heel but I think most people would recommend having a backlog, but I think my backlog has always been like very large. <laughs> like I have yeah. a problem with like, even though I have stuff that I'm actively, I guess, editing or it's kind of like sitting on the computer, like I'll always get out and still shoot. Like, yeah. r like right now I, I have like, I think like 17 videos right now. Seriously? Yeah, like that's <laughs> dead serious. Like, oh man, uh, 17 videos because um, I just started working on or I just started putting out um, the London project, which is yep. a lot of a uh, body of work and everything I shot when I was in London in 2019. So this yeah, yeah. was like from a year ago, but I held on to the footage and everything um, and I just, I just sat on it and I had like a great detachment uh, from it that just kind of like took place. Um, like I left my job when I came back from that trip, probably like a month later. And like, I was just freelancing around, like trying to do photography, do video. I was like driving like deliveries, like DoorDash, Postmates. I was trying to like hustle and like make all that stuff happen. Um, and then I just like took time away from like the corporate world. So like my focus wasn't on, um, YouTube so much as, uh, you know, really trying to get that stuff out. So I've like always had it, but I was like, I'm going to bring this back around full circle. Yeah. And, um, get, get, get back to it at some point. But I was like, I wanted to make something, some more current things before, like I get to that. Cause I didn't yeah. even realize it was going to be a project until after like way later after I really sat down and thought about everything that I had shot. But yeah, that's just one of those things. That's impressive, man. The most I've, <laughs> the most videos I've ever had as a backlog is like two. <laughs> and yeah. it's like, but I mean, we're, we're, we all operate differently, right? But for me, yeah. I know that like I, YouTube is hard for me. It's really, really hard yeah. just because um, there are just times where like I'm, I don't want to make stuff. Like I don't yeah. feel like shooting photos. Like I just did a trip recently and I'm pretty happy with the results, but like my energy levels were not huge just because i've been going so hard so yeah. um but i mean it's how it goes and it's just yeah. a it's a commitment regardless but um 
I wanted, there was one thing, so I, I definitely want to jump into talking yeah, about yeah. your work as well, but <laughs> while, while we're on this, because um, there were a few things that I want to ask you about, but like your, your your stuff on YouTube, like I said, it's it's amazing. I think you do a, such a Thank good you. job with your films. You can tell, like just having that conversation about um, all the work you put into it, like it definitely shows. Yeah. Um, so for you, and hearing now about this like backlog you have, like, do you ever, are there points where you struggle? Because like for me, the one thing that is tough, that's really, really tough because, you know, talking about caring about how the videos come out, right? Being a filmmaker, but also being a photographer. So sometimes I struggle with like, I'm going out to make these videos that are about me making photos. And it's like, I'm switching the whole time. So like I went on this trip and I like drove for five hours and I, yeah. I'm like, look at my watch. I'm like, it's one o'clock and all I've shot is video. <laughs> But it's about this. That's camera. how it is. That's exactly. <laughs> so you don't got, you don't how got any is. like secret tips. From That's here. exactly how it is. I feel like you always have to have way more footage than like what you actually need. Because I mean, you obviously know the last thing you want to do is sit down and not have enough. Like, yeah then that's just a huge problem because then you may have to go out and film, go back out yeah. and film. And if you like took a trip like that's super hard. But then I think that's where the whole talking head thing like really works. Yeah. Um, yeah. Cause you don't have the footage, but honestly, I don't even know. I just, I've had like the backlog, but it wasn't even like on necessarily on purpose. Like while I, while I have so many right now, like, ideally would have been nice to like put things together like say three to six months after i got back from london but it was just like what naturally happened and um you know i think even just thinking about it too like just everything that's kind of like going on in my life i'm like i actually needed that time away from it because i don't think i could have created what i really wanted with it until like later after i've kind of like learned some things and kind of just thought about the approach and just really took my time with it. I think that's another thing too, that YouTube kind of maybe can kind of force us to do sometimes is like thinking we have to create a schedule. Like it's just like you said, like the energy levels on a week to week basis, like for the most part, I'd probably say like 99% of people aren't feeling the same week to week. You know, sometimes Mm -hmm. we don't want to pick up our camera and, you know, we're wearing those different hats as far as doing photo and doing video. I was talking to, uh, Chris Garner um, from Zone Focus, yeah, yeah, like yeah, from his yeah. channel, and he was actually talking about this in uh, in, a, in our chat that we had yesterday. It was like eight of us in there or something like that, eight or nine, and he was like asking questions like, how do we, you know, put those different hats on and like film? Like, how do we take our photos? Like, how do we do video? Yeah, and just like you really just end up wearing all of these cameras, and you just try to do, <laughs> dude, you just try to do the best you can. It's, it's super hard, sure. but it, I think it's rewarding, but can be pretty tough on sustainability um week to week and stuff like that so i think that's where the backlog definitely helps yeah no i agree and, and you go through waves right like i know for me uh i just did a trip last week so i got a video there and then i just recorded the one that i put up yesterday and i'm gonna record another one here today like i'm i'm feeling yeah. in the zone now right and i for know sure. that i'll create some stuff but the just hearing you talk about that and the one th- the vibe that i got from looking at your work but also now just having this conversation i think there's so much value uh, in just like going out and doing like making the work and like exactly. obviously it's it's good to like plan things out but at times like when if you structure things too much they can end up either not coming together at all or just not working out and exactly. i get the vibe from just you can 
tell me if I'm wrong, but this vibe for these, uh, the London project, these videos you're talking about where you had this backlog, like those came together after you took that break, but you just kind of filmed, you filmed as you were there, as things happened. Mm -hmm. And it wasn't like you had a script and all these things, right? Yeah, no, I, I usually for the vlog stuff, like, or just like being out making videos, like I don't, uh, have like a script or like have like really many notes, but after kind of doing everything, I was like, it might be good to like have some notes. Mm -hmm. Um, but yeah, I was just out. I was out taking photos. Like that was the main thing that I was wanting to do. And then basically like whatever I could film, um, like that's just what I had. I mean, I always tend to film, like if I'm doing like the portrait, like fashion sessions with people, I tend to like to film them anyway, um, for fashion films. Um, but I just end up including that in it. I think most people that watch YouTube would probably just refer to it like as B-roll. But yeah. like in that world, like people actually do like fashion films and like this is like a thing. For um, sure. So like I always thought about like my photos and the filmmaking, uh, the video to like marry up. And it was always cool for me to have like photos and video. And then you can kind of like see stills, but you can also see it in motion. Um, and then whatever I could film of myself, like I could, like, honestly, the first couple of days, like I was out there, I think I was, I was there for, I was in London for a week and this was my second time in London. Like I just get huge inspiration. Like when I'm out there, like, I just love it so much and I've been wanting to get back, but with everything going on, like, obviously I can't really get back and, you know, function in like a normal, uh, normal way. Um, but there's there's a day on there where I, I didn't even pick up my camera to film myself at all. So I 100 percent feel, feel that like what you were saying, like being out and, and trying to go off a script or just try to figure that out. Like I was running shoot to shoot to shoot. I think I did like six shoots that day from literally I was up before the sun was up and I was out when the sun was like way down. Like my yeah. first shoot was like I think the call time was maybe at like seven 7 a.m. or like 6 30 hmm. and then i had one like right after that at the same location and then i had another one after that but i actually ran out of film <laughs> after the second shoot and i had to stop at a um at a shop to grab some film go to that shoot and then i ran to another one so basically from about 6 30 i think until maybe i think it was like 2 30 i was just like going and then like after like 2 30 out of chance to finally sit down but i was like super drained and i didn't even i didn't even feel myself talking at all that day and i'm just thinking like how am i gonna do the video and it's been something i've kind of like wrestled with i'm like well i don't want to put myself in the video present day because i feel like that would take away from that time yeah um so i'm like well maybe i can just include some words like on just a slide that kind of yeah. briefly describes like how things went totally um because i think with filmmaking like obviously you're 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 telling the story and things but s- some things can be left up to interpretation and you know with things that have that direction it's like the question raises do we have to answer every question or like do we have to be so informative on this type of thing that may not like require it. Like if you're going out and you're talking about a film stock or shooting with a camera or just talking about process, then 100%, like I've, I've done videos like that. We're talking head and even just like being out and I try to um, describe everything that I do. Yeah. Like obviously you can tell, like I, I talk a lot. So like I, <laughs> I it's, it's very, it's very easy for me. I think one of my, um, 
probably one of my biggest faults sometimes. I don't even know if it's a fault, but like I, sometimes I can talk too much or I just like I give too much information to where it can sure. be kind of confusing. But <laughs> it's that's probably like a good problem to have. But yeah, it just like if you're out and if it's on a trip and like it, it just really depends on like the direction. Because for me, like after being able to detach from the photo, detach from the video, like I knew it was going to be something special for me. Yep. And I was like, how can I make this in a way that is not like any other video that I've done or just like kind of like the standard type of format that works like for YouTube? Because I've said this isn't really I wouldn't consider this like a normal YouTube video from me. Not that there's sure. anything wrong with any type of other video like I've done them. But I was like, this is like a project and this is like my first project. And it just it means so much to me. I was like, I just I thought about it so long. I'm like, how am I going to approach this? How can I do it right? I've talked to so many of my friends like in London, too, because it's just this huge body of work from street photography, like travel photography. Like I, I thoroughly love that. And then just like portrait and fashion stuff like I'm representing in a way a place and people. And the last thing that I want to do is put that in a light that's not accurate or be one of those people that just come to a place and they just take and they don't like really try to do things with integrity. Like I'm a huge person, like sure. when it comes to integrity and just doing things the right way. So and that comes, that comes yeah. across and yeah. everything you do. Yeah, definitely. I just try to console with people or get, yeah, seek out consultation as much as I could. And yeah. I was so in my head about it. And honestly, people like you, Matt, um, Willem amongst like other folks as well. I mean, you guys are like some of, I'd say probably like the figureheads as far as like film photography goes, like on YouTube, like hearing you guys talk about projects that you're working on, you know, for you, obviously, uh, the American Southwest, how that's like an ongoing thing for you. Willem, um, walking Svalbard, uh, walking Svalbard. Yeah. I think I pronounced that right. Svalbard. We'll get it. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. So, um, you know, Matt social distancing, um, like things of, as of late, and just like seeing you guys talk about just that process and things like that, you know, it always resonated with me because everything that I do, I'm like, I wanted to have longevity. Like, I want to be able to look back on this like time from now and s- still be proud of like what I did and not get so caught up in this whole microwave of like kind of like instant gratification. Yeah, man. But really just figure out, you know, how can you make your work stand the test of time and that's that's always been at the forefront for me yeah that's amazing and like i was poking through your youtube channel like uh, like i said obviously i've been following your youtube channel for a while now but um whenever i go to prepare for these interviews i dig back into people's stuff and i go way back so i was looking at like your your youtube feed yeah yeah and um it's just it's really cool you know for us we were talking about how youtube as a platform and it is kind of neat it's like this like visual diary yeah, almost right like it's right cool word. like i was even looking through mine yesterday i can't remember for what reason i was probably analyzing the hell out of some yeah. technical <laughs> details or some shit, but i watched um like a video i did like three months ago in the uk just about like burnout right and i hadn't watched yeah. it since i uploaded it. and i'm just like this is so cool that like that's a good video it, it well th- well thank you <laughs> but it was, it was just cool it was cool to just like go and watch that experience again and be like, Oh yeah. Like, you know, when I took off for that day and I went and explored and like, so it's really neat to be able to have this like, yeah, this kind of visual diary. But I love hearing you talk about, um, with your videos, just 
not having to explain things all the time. And, and as you're saying that, it made me think that one of the things I learned when I first got into filmmaking or someone told me is like, people don't often give the audience enough credit. And that has always yeah. stuck with me, right? Like we, so you true. feel, and, and to this day, I have to remind myself that where I'm like, I feel like I'm like, okay, if I'm going here and then I'm going to go there, I need to let them know that I'm going from here yeah. to, you know, but you we can, can get see so, it happening. We can see it happening. Yeah. yeah. So it just, when you, I think like it opens doors to do projects like your London project where it's just this like, it's this very, very creative piece where you aren't like holding the audience's hand the whole time. Yeah. Uh, and bringing them through it and so i think it just opens doors to like so many different ideas yeah that makes me think of a tip though now that now that we've you've kind of like said that and i was able to hear it back so when it comes to like youtube as far as like week to week schedule or kind of like be consistent with videos is the difficulty of videos that you're doing um as far as like yeah holding the audience hand or just what type of video it is talking head vlog you know something just more relaxed just as far as the burnout video goes, like having different variations of a type of video you can produce, I think is extremely helpful because um, there's a lot of people that can just sit down and just talk to the camera and it's just that clip. And I feel like I'm one of those people, but like I rarely, I haven't really done that yet. And I feel like even still like with YouTube, I mean, I'm not, I wouldn't consider myself like a, you know, a huge channel or anything like that, but it's certainly grown in, um, I think I'm around like 5,000 subscribers. And when I think about it, I'm like, yo, can you imagine like 5,000 people just like out here, just looking at yeah, you? Man. Like that's actually a lot of people. So it's just, you know, just figuring out, you know, what works for you is like just the most important thing. And, you know, I think the the types of videos, the variation can always help. And then I think it keeps it fresh. Um, so then you're not always feeling like you're doing the same thing and it, and it just gives you options. Yeah, no, I agree. And and one of the things that I often like if people reach out to me for like advice or something about starting a channel or this and that, like even more so nowadays, it's getting stronger and stronger. I'm like preaching to people like detach from the numbers, detach from the yeah. numbers, detach from like don't look at like the funniest thing for me is like there have been videos that I put so much time into <laughs> that have got like so, like that burnout one i was super stoked on that i love the message and i was really happy with how it came together it's one of my lowest like viewer yeah. viewer counts in a long time right um and then the video i put up yesterday is one of my best so far in in, in terms of a day and it took mm-hmm. i filmed it in like two hours sitting at my desk you know what i mean so it's yeah. like you can you it's can get attached things. yeah you can get attached to being like you know if you're only gonna make things based on you know how uh, they're being received from like a volume standpoint that's going to just put you in a box and you're probably not going to create the work that's most important exactly i feel like what i've done with youtube specifically is i kind of just like make a video and then i just i I just move on really yeah Um, Yeah. and i feel like i've heard that from other people in the youtube space as well um not even just like photo just other people that have been around the block for like a minute and like i've definitely watched like all the videos on like how to like grow on YouTube and you know, the approach and then just sit back and sitting back and watching people, um, and their process and things that they've talked about is always extremely helpful for me. I mean, once I started doing photography and video back in 2016, that's when I got consistently, 
started on watching YouTube. Funny story, actually, way before that, like 2009. That's actually the first time I was ever on YouTube. Like me and some of my homies, like we had like dance videos and uh, nice. we like, Where put are those? Them up you got to bust on those YouTube. back. Up. Uh, they're, 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 they're sitting. They're not on my channel, but they they're they're still out there, but they're on private. But um crazy story though like one of those videos did like 50,000 views like way back when but no um, way yeah it was it was kind of one of those things like I just I never really found myself like on YouTube uh really before just like watching things but once I got into photo and video just mm-hmm. being a student of the game and being so inquisitive and just like I really love just watching other people do their thing like when it comes down to inspiration too, like just seeing you do your thing, like you putting up a video or you just being excited about the process or just showing the good, the bad and the ugly, just whatever, like just seeing that, like that is so much just even for me, like, hey, like I want to pick up my camera today and just go out and shoot or just, I don't know, I, I could like inspiration from so many different points to just keep going. And I think at the end of the day, that's just always what I've done. It's no matter what I face, it's just keep going. Yeah, no, that's amazing, man. I, I've, I feel very, uh, very similar to you in terms of, you know, enjoying other people's work and what it, you know, what it kind of provides me with just this inspiration, this energy. And I think that really kind of sh- goes to show that like, for all of us, it's not just like another photographer starting a YouTube channel yeah. or an Instagram account or whatever. It's like uh, an artist being able to kind of showcase their unique exactly message and style and stuff like that. 100%. 100%. Yeah. And, you know, I think even just to, you know, just to add one more thing, this is the last thing because we can talk <laughs> about this the whole time. Yeah. <laughs> um, the biggest thing for anybody out there is honestly just just to get started. And, you know, when it comes to the process of, of doing videos, honestly, done is better than perfect. Yeah, uh, man. Most times, because even something that you may notice in the video, something off with color or something like that, somebody may not even notice unless you point it out. So, yeah, it's just one of those things. It's super fun. You know, it's a challenge. Um you know, if you're looking to do something on a weekly basis or bi-weekly or whatever the schedule may be, or you don't even have to be on a schedule, but, you know, if putting things down on the calendar and giving yourself something to look forward to and just to strive for, and, you know, you're working on something every week, like if that works for you, like definitely do it. Everybody functions so different um, creatively, but just figuring out what works for you is the biggest thing and just <clears throat> keep it going. Uh, you know, consistency isn't necessarily defined as day to day or week to week. Like it could be over a period of time as long as you've you just don't stop. Like you may not have like an upload that week or something, but you haven't stopped thinking about YouTube. You haven't stopped thinking about producing videos or like taking photos like you can take a break. And, you know, it's, it's all it's all good. Yeah, I love it, man. I couldn't agree more. It's going to it's a roller coaster ride for all of us. Yep, and definitely no one. You just road. You, you got to start and you got to do it. And that's how you discover things. And that's, you know, you're taken in all sorts of different directions that you would never, ever have even uh, thought were possible. Yeah, 100%. <laughs> Just by starting. 100%. Yeah. Okay, let's talk about your photography. All right. Itself. <laughs> so I'm, I'm actually, um, I, again, I didn't know... Um, how long you'd been doing this until yeah. we first started talking but like your work is incredible Thank you. it's really really good and um to hear that you've only been doing it for like yeah, four four, yeah, four years, years. Yeah. i mean it's not surprising now that we've chatted a little bit and even it was never that surprising to me because i get the vibe from watching your content and stuff that you just love what you do and you have this energy and you're obviously 
uh, you know, just out there creating all the time. Um, but like you do fashion and portrait stuff. Then obviously you do, you do do this, um, you know, like these spaces and environments and stuff as well. But like what, what like the fashion and the portrait stuff, was that right from the start? What you kind of got into and stuck with? I mean, it's only been four years, but it seems like that is where you're at. Yeah. So when I, when I first got started, um, like portraits, I want to say so much fashion. I never really thought about it that way. I think sometimes that can be interchangeable. And um, I called I I called someone else's work fashion. As well. Oh, yeah. I was going to call labels. him out. I was <laughs> yeah. going to call him out. I knew who it was. I know. I see you, Willem. I see you, Willem. Okay. So it just really depends. I feel like sometimes like fashion isn't to me. I mean, I wouldn't consider myself somebody super industry and, you know, I don't I don't know. But I've, I've been told by other people that like, yeah, you are doing fashion. You are doing editorial. Mm. They sent me specific photos that I shot and look like, yo, like this is it. Um, it's not always like high fashion. Um, you know, it, it's not always have to be something super conceptual or just something just like crazy. Um, and I love seeing work like that. But I think in order to do some of that work, like you really have to have a team around you. Um, mm. stylist, makeup artist, et cetera, creative uh, director or whatever. Um, but yeah, the, you know, from the get go, I always took photos of people um, because that's where it started at. Like my friends taking photos of me, like they had their cameras. Like I always enjoyed that. Like I always wanted to capture people. Um, when I first I, when I first got started out the gate, I was doing like uh, car photography. Um, that's something I love. Like I love cars. So just naturally anything that I love more oftentimes than not, like, because I love photography, because I love uh, cameras and just like that whole process, like I'm going to point my lens towards that and, you know, either tell that story or just capture that moment. Um, and just kind of like go from there. I'm trying to think of everything else that I've done, like street photography, like travel. I think at the, the basis and the essence of everything I'm doing now, like it's always been there. Um, I think style wise of like how I've done it or like how the photos actually look, that's what's really changed, I I would guess. But even solely just going into uh, film all the way um, a little over like a year now, consistently, um, like I always loved the look. I always loved how natural it looked and how natural it filled. Um, I think sometimes we can get caught up or yeah, I say we can we I'll say we because I'll include myself in that. <laughs> I won't say people like I'm definitely including this conversation. Um, we want to try to make our photos look so distinct and make them look so unique uh, to like us and make them so one of a kind, make it in a way that we're not copying people. And honestly, for me, it doesn't really come down to am I copying somebody or am I not? Is it is it? um or am I creating authentically? I think that's the biggest thing and just kind of like creating within because naturally, like if you're seeing people do this and that and you're kind of feeding yourself like subconsciously, I think you may go out and, you know, you may produce an image or something that's like similar to, to what somebody shot. But to just go back to the question, yeah, I mean, I've, I've definitely done this, done the portrait stuff like from the get go. I think a little bit of the direction and stuff has changed. Like I always haven't shot with agencies like from the start, like after a while, like just building my portfolio and things like that started to kind of happen. And um, yeah, it's it just it's always it's always been there for me. 
And what are your like what are your goals with it? Like are you is that what you want to kind of stick with and hopefully grow that into something where you're doing like, like you aren't doing the that work full time? No, no. Um so right now actually uh I work for Amazon full time, surprisingly living in Seattle. So oh, Okay. Not not really surprised, sarcastic there. <laughs> Everybody moves to <laughs> Seattle and um and does that apparently, but that's not originally why I moved uh to here in Seattle. Um but that's a whole nother subject in itself. I just I feel like I just want to like continue to do it. I don't really know if there's like something super set or just a threshold that I need to like cross. I think the work that I've done has gotten me work that like I've enjoyed. Like <clears throat> I've been able to like work with artists, whether they be my friends or somebody that, you know, sends me an inquiry. Like uh, earlier this year, it actually started off really good for me. There was an artist that was on tour and came in town and uh, she had reached out to me just through Instagram, found me on just like a Seattle photographer hashtag. And just reached out and was like, hey, like, can you come and, you know, shoot my show? I've actually done concert photography, like, in the past, too, just kind of very seldom. Um, but I was like, yeah, I would, like, I would love to do that. And um, I actually went out there with, like, my RZ and what else did I use? Um, <clears throat> I think I used my A1, maybe. I don't know. I can't remember. But I went out and shot the concert, like, on film. And then later she scheduled, like, a portrait session just, like, um, that we had like later in the week that went while she was still in Seattle. And then recently about two weeks ago, uh, two, two to three weeks ago, I shot like another artist, like for their EP, which was like really cool. And basically both of those shoots, like I was able to do them in my way. Like, that's cool. I'm not sure if I need to be totally a freelancer and kind of just getting consistently paid for that because I feel like with doing maybe the style of photography that I do, I'm not totally sold on how much money could actually be made on a consistent basis. Because even sure. like in the fashion world, like if you're talking about, you know, maybe shooting for some of the top brands and things like I think the money for that is probably very slim and it has a lot more to do with like connections and things, you know, to kind mm. of get those opportunities. Like, I think I'm probably just at a point like, if somebody reaches out to me to do these shoots and things like that's that's honestly like good enough for me i just want to continue to develop as a photographer and just to continue um just growing within that like i'm i'm pretty happy where where everything is going i don't really have like a set destination i mean if there's if there's something i know that maybe i would want to do is like i would like love to shoot like a lookbook for like a brand um you know for one of their seasons or something like that and you know just continue to work with people that want to work with me because like my approach and like how I shoot the photos and you know if they're excited about that you know I'm, I'm excited to work with them so I feel like that works for me yeah that that's that's awesome man and I hearing you say that like I've always been I've always been of the belief of that like it's yes it's important to like stop at times and like evaluate and think maybe about what you want to do and stuff like that but I think the most important part is just like doing what you love doing the like doing the work yeah. going out making stuff creating seeing where it takes you and then things happen you know yeah. like you discover things and things happen and it's certainly been like that for me over my career you know just from me just being super passionate about the work i'm doing creating stuff because i want to create and i'm excited about it things have things have kind of come yeah. to me through that not from me like you know sitting at my desk every single day being like 
who do I need to, you know, contact today and what's my approach and da 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 da. So I think like doing yeah. the work is so like doing the work you love is, you know, 90% of the battle. I definitely agree wholeheartedly. Like just, I feel like when you're just doing what you need to do, eventually things kind of like come together. I mean, obviously you can be intentional about maybe some moves you make, but yep. I feel like if you're just doing good, then like good, the good will come back to you and you just never know who's out there yep. um, like watching as well. Yeah, and then just patience, right? Exactly. <laughs> People, like, do it. Do what you love. Do it because you love it. You know, weather the uh, weather the ups and the downs, and just be patient. I think uh, I'm certainly even guilty at times. I think we all are of like, you know, wanting, like, forgetting maybe how long things actually take. Yeah, that's that's one of those things. It's just, it's really just a windy road, and I feel like now is probably the most patient I've been. Um, I feel like before, like I, I turned 26, like back in June, I feel like from maybe the time that I graduated college, which was, I was a uh, 21 when I did, um, I was always just like on the go, even just before doing photography. Like I did my bachelor's in like three and a half years. Cause I, I wanted to get, be done and out. I probably could have finished in three had I not been playing football, like when I was in college, but it was just one of those things. But, you know, finishing college and, you know, just starting my life, like, I feel like we're kind of given this image or given this information that everything has to be figured out so soon. And like, yeah, your 20s, like, don't waste them away. And I feel like there's even things that I've known about, but I've just had to experience it for myself to kind of really have the light bulb come on. And I've like had great people around me and in my circle be able to like pass advice and give things down to me. But sometimes you just you just you just got to go through it and, and just have that patience. And right now, for me, uh, since leaving the job that I originally came out here for uh, in Seattle, like things have been a lot better for me personally yeah. um, and just mentally, too. Um, before I moved to uh, Seattle, I was living in Salt Lake City in Utah. I lived there for like two and a half years. But even while I was there, I was like. I was always trying to get to the next thing. Like I was so yeah. quick. I was like, when I got here, I was like, oh, I'm not going to be here for very long. Maybe I'm just going to be here for a year. And then I was always trying to look for opportunities to get out because I didn't feel like that was a place that I could really flourish and get into everything that I wanted to get into. But actually I had like the time of my life, like in Salt Lake and like, there was some amazing people out there. It was like a culture shock for me because Maybe I didn't even expect that, but I actually didn't go there with expectations of like how like the experience there just in the city would be. But a lot of people like just showed me like a lot of love and people were like warm there and just really got me into the community, not just solely as far as like photography or just creativity, just people. And because I was able to find myself as far as photography goes there, like started there. I think it meant so much more to me because the community I felt even like when I first started, like I would go to photo meets and people would just host these things. And there was just community around creating, which is way cool. And there were so many people that would always want to be in front of the camera, whether they actually modeled for an agency or not, or just artists. Like I, I have a ton of like friends that are artists and I would just want to shoot for them um, their photos. Like I've shot music videos before. Like I just would do it just because like I love to do it in another way too working with artists that are my friends, it was a way for me to support them and just give back to them because, you know, video production and things can cost quite a bit. And, you know, some of these people, if they're smaller, 
they may not have that budget, but you know, if you believe in somebody and you want to support them, you know, just use your gifts and, and do good. So that's, you know, just what I tried to do. And, um, but once I got out to Seattle, I was basically at a job where I was like not happy. And I was watching like everything on like how I could leave my job and just like, I was taking in a lot of that information too. I think that's what kind of like pushed me to, to leave it. Um, which is like a whole nother thing in itself, like as far as like being careful of what you're consuming in, because honestly, from a financial standpoint, not smart at all to leave. Like I was making really good money. I was in a good position um, and I was working in uh, the avi aviation industry, doing aviation planning and design, um, like doing stuff with airports. And I'd been doing that for like three and a half years. But coming out here and being at the job that I was at, I didn't have the support that I needed. And it was just like a whole shift between when I was working in, in uh, Salt Lake, like the people I was around job wise, like I felt like really yeah. supported and things like that. So in my workspace, like I wasn't all the way feeling it. And then moving to a new city, like I've always been open and felt like I could do it. Like when I moved to Utah, like things just, they happened so fast. And I just, I think I, it probably created like a false representation of maybe how things could go. But I feel like in the Pacific Northwest, people are a little bit different out here. It's a little, it's a, it's a, it's a little <laughs> different. You know, people talk about Seattle freeze and people hate to address that, um, that live here, but it's like an actual, it's like an actual thing. A lot of people don't like to admit it, which is fine. You know, people keep to themselves and things like that. But I felt like, you know, even at work, like my, the people I was interacting with and stuff is, is very like transactional and like, I'm yeah. not that way at all. And yeah. it was so hard for me to like really accept that. And it's not really going as far as saying like, Oh, I'm going to accept that. Like there's nothing better, but it's just like, all right, like it is what it is, but I can still try to create my world within it. And basically being in a tough spot mentally, like battling depression, like I didn't even know, like I was in it. So I really sat back and said, oh, wait, this is like actually like what I'm going through. And then it was so weird because at the same time, it was like work, personal life that wasn't aligned in aligned. Like yeah. I didn't feel like my photography and doing video and stuff like was aligned either. And it just put me in a really weird spot. Like I, I was probably like ran into a rut, you know, create creatively. And then just being in this weird position, it just it just really tested me um, as far as like where I was going to go. I felt like I was at a crossroads. Yeah. And it actually led me down, you know, discovering film photography more. Like I'd been familiar with it. I'd been shooting film, not on a super consistent basis, but I had my little A1 program and I, you know, put a couple of roles through it, but I never thought about it as like the main way to, you know, do photography. And then I started digging in it or yeah, I started digging into film like on YouTube, I don't even know like how it started. I think maybe just something popped up on my feed, like suggested on my homepage. And I, I maybe clicked something. Willem was like probably one of the first videos I saw yours as well. Like when you were talking about the RB67, that was actually the first camera that I ended up getting as far as medium format goes. But I think it became a thing for me that I could just get obsessed with and just like focus all my attention on that and really block everything out. And, you know, I think it, it did wonders for me in a, in a way like film photography really saved me personally. And, um, like I'm so tied to creating and taking photographs and doing video. Like it's so, 
I feel so emotionally connected to it. And it's just, it's crazy because this is the stuff that I think about. I'm just like, there's always like a bigger picture um, for like why I'm doing what I'm doing. And it's not also, it's not all the time like, oh, there's a story like I'm trying to tell with the photo. Like it's my experience. Like you asked me about this. I can tell you like everything that I felt, like how that time was. And you know, it just kind of like all depends on like, you know, how the approach is, but you know, it was huge and yeah. I can keep so going. I, I didn't, yeah, no, no, no. <laughs> oh, no, no I'm not, cool. I didn't cool. mean to cut you off. I'm just oh, like, no, I could cool. not. I absolutely love that, man. And I could not relate to that more. I mean, first off, I'm, I'm, I'm like stoked to hear that you made those changes and then this came into your life and what it did for you. And yeah. like, I went through... I went through some a ton of changes, man. And and film photography and getting into this community really is the kind of the most happy I've ever been with my creative life. And I I was like I've been doing um, photography and video for a long time, but I made some like big changes at a production company I ran with a partner, which I ultimately you know like it's the mm-hmm. same. I was comfortable. It was a good job, and I ended up leaving that all. And like it was tough after that, you know. D- getting things back going and getting set and yeah. stuff but like oh man there's there's so much more that matters as well you know and and um and for me the film community there's just been so many elements of it that have been important to me and hearing you say those things at the end it's something that i've talked about quite a bit recently and i just want to preach so much because i think it's so important just you know people get attached to like the end product right? Often where they're like the image or the book or these things they're making, right? And it's almost to the point where it's like, that is, that is the most important thing. But like, there is like this hobby and this kind of craft, there's so much that comes with it that is amazing, right? The community, people, us having this, like being able to have this chat, you know, the places you go, the experiences you have, all these things that are like so, so, so important to the point where like, I mean, the images are important to me, but like, yeah, you could maybe survive without them. Not saying I'd want to. Yeah, yeah. Like, <laughs> yeah. So uh, that's something I try and keep in mind all the time. Yeah, I think I don't honestly. I don't. I don't really stress that much about making the photos themselves because I feel like it just comes together naturally, like how it's gonna happen. Probably because because of that. Yeah, like because you don't stress about yeah, it. Yeah, like you know, I enjoy the process so much, and like from A to Z, like you know when you get you get to the destination but sometimes when we get to the destination it doesn't feel as fulfilling as like when we are really in it we're in the midst of making everything happen but that's just one of those things like if you're one of those people that's feeling like that then you know you love the process and um it's just it's a funny thing man like you know because i didn't i didn't feel like i had or i didn't yeah I I, i didn't feel like i had community here in seattle um and i still don't feel that way now And it's been something super interesting, you know, kind of living in Utah and then living in Washington to kind of have, you know, the contrast between those situations. Now, there are people that I've talked to and have been able to connect with here in Seattle and just kind of given everything that has gone on this year, you know, we're not out socializing as much as, you know, we normally would. And there's people out here that I want to do photo walks with, but the community online, you know, film photography, um, what I've been able to feel like it's kind of like met that need for me and it's been it's been great and it's like I've I've it's wild I've just I feel like now I have so many different friends in different time zones and I'm having to check the time 
when I contact somebody, like depending on, you know, what type of urgency it may be. And it, and it's so cool, like just having friends like in different states, different countries, just everywhere. It's just I could have I could never imagine this, you know, long, long ago. And it's and it's a beautiful thing. And I've never felt so much community in any other part of photography except for in film photography. And I tell people this and they may not even believe me, but I'm like, yo, like I'm telling you, I have other friends that do like YouTube and they do film. And I just keep saying, Hey, tap in with these other film photography people. Like these people are cool. Like I'm telling you, just get in and, and get in touch and, and speak with people. And it's just been beautiful. And it's, it's really met that, met that, uh, need for me. And this year it's just completely grown. And I, I feel like, just like you said, you know, just doing good, you know, good things start to just happen. I mean, um, you know, even just you reaching out about the BLM fundraiser, like that was a super cool thing. Like I would have never expected to be a part of that, like to actually be able to, um, you know, not only have activism as far as like sharing posts or doing things like that or signing petitions, like we actually raised money to make that happen, which was really cool. Yeah. And then, you know, just like little shout outs and things people have given me, um, which is really cool. Like I, I'm definitely not a person that, needs like acceptance or validation from people but it's good to feel like you belong it's good to feel like you're not alone um because that's things that i've definitely battled with internally so it's just you know i've seen like these signs you know to keep going and just from a youtuber's perspective things have grown on the channel which is like really cool to see you know who doesn't want to be seen like it's not necessarily about being famous or like getting money it's just like being recognized like for what you're doing like that's that's huge and it, and it feels great and i think because of the position that i was in um battling depression is what pushed me to go so hard with film like it was just something i got obsessed with like when i went to london oh man dude i shot like i think i did like 17 shoots in seven I, days i, I crazy you must, have you must have talked about that in a video or something because i remember you and i was like what yeah, I, it was crazy. It might have. Yeah, I, I've, I've probably mentioned it in one of my videos. It might have been yeah. like my RZ video that I did like a review because actually in that video, I, I'm a big like Easter egg guy, too. Like I like a lot of inside jokes or just things that if you know, you know. So like in that video, I showed like quite a bit of images from the project itself and yeah. like way before the photos came out. But I was like, well, if you go back and watch that video or you've seen it and you're following along, you'd be like, ah. I saw that in there and okay, yeah. now these are the videos to follow. But basically kind of um, a little bit of what happened was when I moved to Seattle because I was shooting the portraits, because I was doing like the fashion stuff, I tried to reach out to people here and like, it just wasn't working for me. Like I remember vividly, like I sent a message. I think it was to, dang, I knew the number. I think it's, it's between 10 and 12 people. I think it was like 11. But anyway, I DM like 11 people like, hey, I just moved to Seattle. Like, I would love to shoot with you, da, da, da. You know, I just always try to have the right approach with people. I got like two people to respond. One person to actually follow through. And then the one person that followed through, like, we just kind of, it was like a one and done thing. Like, we yeah, were still yeah. cool or whatever. But I always like when people are more invested than just a transactional type of deal. And because of the scarcity that I had um here like when i travel like traveling is such a big thing for me and i, I travel way more 
than what we've been able to do this year, which is none. So, uh, like, I just love getting out and I get inspiration that way. And I feel like every time I travel, I'm always able to connect with people in that area. And I always try to live like a local, um, so to speak. Like, I mm. want that local experience. I have such an appreciation for people's cultures and their way of life and, like, what they do. And, like, I just I experienced that. Like, it was so hard for me to accept because I'm like, I've experienced this in different countries, different states. People welcome me with warm arms and we have good conversation. And I really felt like I built like a connection with them, even in places where I don't speak the language. Yeah. Like, it was so hard for me to accept. I'm like, why can I go to this place and do this stuff? And I can't even do it where I live. Like, it was so hard for me. And it just pushed me in a, in a direction to just go hard. But how I kind of solved that problem locally is I started doing test shoots. Like this is the first year that I've started doing test shoots with agencies. Um, so I started reaching out cause I was like, okay, it'll be like a streamlined process as far as me getting out to shoot. Like I won't really have to deal with like a lot of BS and we can just like, I'm, I'm like, let me get in the same place, uh, with some people that are like kind of serious about this. Um, like not that it all has to be taken serious, but sometimes like, I don't know, people just like, it's just weird sometimes. So I was just like, I was like, I need to go down this route. And then when I went to London, I basically had like an updated portfolio. So I've actually got a ton of questions about this and I need to make a video about how to reach out and, and do these things. There's been some videos on YouTube, but I think I can provide some good value with it because I'm still in the midst of doing it all and still will continue to do it. But I had this updated portfolio because I had been working with these agencies. I uh, would send them like a PDF of like three to five images um, and then like reach out to them. So I contacted so many agencies like in London, I think I maybe sent like 20 emails and then it got to a point where I actually was overwhelming for like the emails I was getting back and try to do all that coordination. <laughs> tough, tough, 100%. Some agencies I didn't hear from, some agencies got back to me and like we never even were able to confirm or somebody may have been picked for a shoe and then just like never went through like contact dropped off or like I picked somebody and then like, uh, you know, things didn't get figured out until actually I was there. Like my video that just um, went up yesterday uh, or yesterday, it was Friday. And anyways, it don't really matter. But <laughs> like the day I was out on a shoot, this happened to me twice in the same day. Um, one of the shoots I did, we got like approached by like an IMG scout. Um, which was really cool. And then another one was like a smaller agency called the Bureau. And the scout from the Bureau, she had gave me her uh, contact information, her card. And then I contacted her and we were able to set up basically like five to six. Yeah, five to six additional test shoots like while I was in London and it just happened so quick. And I'm like, I just made this connection with this person just right here in this five minutes of talking to like make that happen. And she was able to pick up the vibe off me like how I was coming and it was just, it was just real cool. So like, I just pushed myself to just do as much as I could because I'm like, I felt like, I don't know if I'm going to be able to do this. Like when I go back to Seattle, like how I want. And, um, you know, on top of doing those shoots, you know, I did a bunch of street photography, travel photography. I, I said a little bit about that before, but then I was able to connect with some of my friends, um, that I had met back in 2018 when I was there. And then another pair of friends, uh, I had actually been watching on YouTube. And then when we talk about community, like I've been able to really see this through is uh, there was there was a, a couple, Joe and um, 
Ellie, Joe Allen. Like, I don't know if you've ever seen his channel, but yeah, like, yeah, he's uh, yeah. he's out in London and um, he does. He's a, like the Panasonic GH5 guy. Yeah, right? yeah, yeah, yeah. But I mean, not, I, not to label him <laughs> just as that. But that's, yeah, that's probably he, I probably watched from his videos. Yeah, yeah. So he's actually yeah. he's 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 cool. But I'll, I'll stick up for Joe there. He has no uh, marriage to any brands. Um, at for all. sure, he just like <laughs> does what he does. But so yeah, I had been watching him and Ellie on um, YouTube for like two to three years and when i went to europe in 2018 i did a big trip uh two week a uh, two-week trip and i was actually in cologne germany the same time he was there um and i didn't even know this was going on but i actually went to photokino while i was there um hmm. and he was there and i reached out and when i finally met him him and ellie had came out to seattle and we were we we got to meet up and eat and everything and shoot around and it was so funny because he told me he's like yeah i remember you messaging me um when we were in Germany, we were at Photokino, but he was like, I was, I was so hungover. Like, that's why I didn't respond back. So it was so funny. But when I went back to London, I was able to meet up with them. And, uh, my, I have another friend, Josh, that I met at London fashion week in 2018 when I was down there shooting. So crazy. We talk about community. Like this guy was following me on Twitter. I never spoke to him at all. Like nothing. I didn't even know this guy followed me. I met him that day. And you know how conversations can go at the end of the day. They're like, you know, you exchange socials and things like that. I kid you not. This guy pulls up my Instagram and just a tidbit out there for anybody listening. If you keep the same profile picture on everything, it just makes you more recognizable. So <laughs> in different places. So he pulled up my page. He looks at my profile photo. He says, oh, man, I think I've seen you. I think I've seen you somewhere. I think I follow you on Twitter. Pulls up his Twitter. This is all happening. And he pulls my page up and he's following me. I've never talked to this guy before, but here Jeez. I am thousands and thousands of miles away from home. And I just met somebody like in the flesh that found out about me just because of photography and that's, smaller world than you think. Eh? It was crazy to me. It was crazy to me. Yeah, man. I think you're hearing your story. The biggest like takeaway for me or like message, I think that people can take away from this is like just taking action and doing right like you're talking yeah. about doing all these shoots in london right and like someone could look at your you could look you could go and look at your youtube um channel and your instagram and be like oh man like um you know vince is shooting all over the place and like how yeah. is this ha how is he making this happen and it's like i think sometimes people can get bogged down with like thinking they need to like sit at their desk and like send out emails until people yeah. say yes and then they go to do these things but it's like you know you're meeting people in the street as you're doing something having these conversations so like you know I, I know even for myself like so much that has happened has just come about from like going and doing stuff exactly. and like me, you meet this one person or you you get into this one situation or you end up in this one place and it's like i just think it's i even i have to tell myself this all the time because it's easy to keep reverting back to the like okay i got a plan i gotta like structure yeah. all this stuff but like so important to just like go and do stuff at times yeah and like see where it goes yeah it's one of those things like even to talk about planning like all the shoots i did like Normally, I'll send, like, mood boards and stuff over, but I was trying to avoid this. I was like, it's too many to put together. It'll take too long. <laughs> I actually had to end up doing it for, like, one agency, but I just said, hey, like, this is, like, what I want to do. I'm going to be here, like, for this long. Um, I'm looking for people to shoot with just, like, you know, in the city and, you know, no major expectation. And just I planned out the location, of course, and I did a, uh, some scouting on Google Earth. Like, I love to do that um, in places that I'm not, uh, you know, can readily go out and scout myself because... I'll pre-scout locations for shoots I do. 
and then you know kind of see how everything will go like that but it was it was, it was super cool experience um being so emotionally like tied to that period is like okay it's only right if i um if I do a project from this because of like how I felt, like how I talk about it. Like I tell people about London all the time. Like I can talk about it so much. It was just, it was so cool just for me to feel what I felt. And then, yeah, just, just really experience it. And, you know, I'm, I'm looking forward to go back, going back because I feel like even now with everything that I've been doing, I've been meeting more people that are out there that have been reaching out people, even just on YouTube that are in the UK um, and then just even more specifically in London, which is, it's, cr- it's crazy just to, to, to see that through and then also see people embrace like the London project itself that yeah. are from there. Cause like, that was the biggest thing I was like, yo, like, I just want to do like this, right. Like, I don't want it to be like, oh, this guy's just coming over here just to do this thing. No, it's like for real. Like I feel so strongly about the city. Like honestly, one day, like I would love to, to live there, even though if it's, even if it's for like a year or something like that. So um yeah the the ties are always they're always strong for me that's why i tell people it's like sometimes it's not even just about that end result it's about this process it's about like this story that like i can tell because even if you figure out the story then when you go to look at it you're just like oh, okay like i see it so yeah. it's just like one of those things the stuff i think about man i'm i'm super <laughs> like conceptual sometimes like i just i don't even know <laughs> uh, no I, I love it though man and it shows in your work it really does show in your work when you watch those pieces when you watch other pieces on your channel like it comes across you can tell there's like a lot of thought and creativity put into that. it thank you yeah um so i guess as kind of like a, a wrap-up question i would love to just ask you if what advice you would have for for people that just something that like something or some things that you've learned because like like i said you've been doing this for like four years personally i i like your work uh for having only done this for four years is really really like impressive you could fool a lot of people so and then just hearing you talk about your journey and and all of this stuff you're doing and all these places you're going like what what have you kind of took took away from these four years of this uh creative endeavor just like kind of like we said before honestly it's it's going to be like a windy road it's always going to be ups and downs you know there's going to be days where you're you're feeling inspiration days that you don't feel it um i think the end of the day i always tell this i say just keep it going just keep going because you want to have like some motion no matter how um fast or how slow that motion is you just got to keep going. Um, you know, Nipsey Hussle, uh, rest in peace to him. Uh, he was he was one of my favorite rappers that I would listen to. He would always reference, uh, you know, this project he was working on um, and the race that he was running as the marathon. Like you always say, the marathon continues. And, you know, when we think about it, this game of life, it's a marathon. It's like not a sprint. Like we, we got to keep running no matter, um, you know, what happens. And at the end of the day, you know, I really just think about longevity, like just think about, you know, what, you know, what, what, what can you take away? Like from what you're doing, like, you know, how is this going to look like in a couple of years? And honestly, yeah, just keep it going. And that's, that's pretty much what I can say. Just get started. It doesn't have to be perfect. And just like learn along the way, you know, it'd be, be a student if, you know, if it's photography or, or video or what, what have you. Just be a student of the, of the game as well and just, you know, take as much as you can in. But at the same time, that stuff you're taking in, also be sure to pay it forward and, and give some of that away, too, because 
Um, you know, for me doing YouTube, it's, it's a great avenue to share what I'm doing, but also help people. I wouldn't necessarily consider myself like a big teacher on um, YouTube per se about, you know, specific topics and things. I think some other people are better at doing that. I, but I think if if I can uh, speak from my experience, I think and people can learn like that's a great place, great place uh, for me to to con- continue to do those things, because my experience is that's all I know, you know, and, you know, I try to take what I learned and implement that and, and put it out there. Um, but because like I don't or I haven't made like a lot of like instructional type of things or like how to tutorials um, like on YouTube for like various reasons. Um, I think I try to help people in a lot of one on one situations. Like when people ask me questions, I just say, hey, hey, reach out. So like that's another thing, too. So if anybody out there that needs help, you know, just keep it going. And if you ever need like a question answered or something, if you're wondering something about my process or, you know, just have a question about photography or like film, if I can answer it for you, you know, feel free to reach out. I always, uh, you know, I, I respond to everybody. Really, I try my best. Lately, it's been getting the the message and stuff been getting kind of busy. But, um, yeah, I try to. I try to help as much people out as I can. I think at the end of the day, you know, it's really just my way to change the world. I think, you know, I've always tried to look for something like that, you know, be the change you want to see in the world. But this is like my way to kind of like do that, you know, be a be a um, helpful source to people and, um, you know, offer some hope because that's that's the biggest thing, too. Um, it's just people want to, you know, be hopeful and know where they can possibly go with things and just kind of like be an example of that and, you know, not being somebody that's like untouchable or unreachable. Um, because at the end of the day, like I think the more relatable you are, that's better. Um, that, that works out for people, you know, as much as like we're on YouTube and, you know, seeing as certain type of people on this platform, no matter how big or small our channels are, like, because we're doing it, people see that and may, you know, have some type of light, um, that they may cast us, um, or put us in or whatever. But, you know, humanizing that experience and everything, actually having the community at the end of the day is the, is the biggest thing. So, yeah, just just keep it going. It's, it's a marathon. I, I love it, man. I, I agree. I agree with you. I think va- it all comes down to value. Like hearing hearing you talk about that, there's just there's it's you providing value for people. And I talk about that to, to people quite often. Right. I think, you know, this with the whole social media, with likes, with getting attention, like it can get really yeah ego driven right 100 it should be but it like i'm always thinking now like why am i doing this and what is it going to do for someone exactly. like i don't want to just make something that's like come and watch me you know come yeah. and watch me 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 i think um yeah yeah I, I think that's definitely what it can feel for um you know people sometimes is like we just see all this greatness and like yeah it's just really you know a kind of like an ego stroke there um but yeah, that whole providing value, that's good old Gary Vee right there. Um, yeah, man. <laughs> yeah. So like, yeah, it's cool. Like at the same time, like we can show, you know, what we're doing. If, you know, we're wanting to show like a project or something. I mean, that's kind of like what I'm doing. But even just like off of YouTube, I try to do my best to to get with people, um, you know, about questions they may have and things. So 100%. I love it. It's what the, it's why I love this community. And it's, I feel like driven I, and something I, I've been thinking about quite a bit, um, especially recently, is just like how great this kind of film community is and oh, like yeah. what else I can do to like make help make it 
even yeah. even better. Like continue take you know keep kind of feeding that. Yeah, I think the biggest thing is just just paying it forward. Um, yeah, that's just the biggest thing is like people just want to be seen, and it's not necessarily all the time. Like a shout out to somebody is something as simple as replying to a message. Um, you yeah, know, knowing that that's some, knowing that there's somebody on the other end of the conversation, and really just creating that dialogue. Um, in conversation and, and just keeping it going. It, it's, it's super beautiful too. I mean, even just from like people reaching out that aren't uh, like on YouTube, just like the community that's within it, as far as like the people that do do YouTube, you know, obviously like that's why we're here now. And, yeah. you know, photography, like if I never picked up a camera, like I wouldn't be here at this time this day, which is so crazy to me. Um, but it's just, it's been real cool. Like everybody's been so warm and like receptive and things. And it's, it's super cool to see. And I just try my best to pay it forward, um, you know, to everybody. Cause I, like I watch YouTube, like I don't own a TV. I don't have cable. So my yeah. definitely my form of entertainment, even videos that may not necessarily like apply to like what I may do. Like I'm still curious. So I'll still watch it. There may be something I can still take away from, you know, what somebody may be doing. For sure, man. Yeah, no, I I, I agree completely. Um, well, this was awesome. I'm glad we were able to uh, to have this chat finally. You know, going back to the whole thing about community, it's been cool. Like we've obviously been connected <laughs> yeah. for for a decent amount of time now online, right? Yeah. Um, but it's yeah. cool to like, you know, this. I feel like this takes it one step further, and it's just it's neat to be able to have these kind of relationships with people. Yeah, 100. percent And you know, I, I super appreciate you for like having me on. Um, you know, obviously being a listener of the podcast, it's always cool to go from listening to actually be on it you know going from just being a viewer of your channel to actually you know i would call you a friend i call most people friends sure. that once we yeah, talk yeah. like we connect and you know you're my friends so it's like i tell people all the time our friends around the world so um yeah it, it's it's cool to see that progression it's happened for me so many times but it's, it's really cool to see it like within the film the film community um you know going from just being a viewer to to actually bridging that gap because like, I feel like if you can do that, um, it, it can be super beautiful. Cause I can definitely say to you now, like, you know, what you've been able to create, like it's definitely impacted me. So like, you know, if I'm one person impacted and it's been able to improve like my life, my photography or, you know, what have you, like, I'm sure there's other people out there as well too. That's amazing, man. Well, thank you. And you know what, like in a very not to I don't want this to sound selfish at all but like these conversations impact me you know every single yeah. one of them that I do um just having the chance to talk to other creatives like yourself hear your story learn things from you and your way of thinking about things and the lessons you've learned and all that so sure. um it's cool to be able to put the this out there and have people enjoy it and have it help them and the, but at the same time it also you know it helps yeah. me quite a bit too it all comes full is, circle it all comes yeah, full man. circle yeah, just like our conversation started with YouTube, ended with YouTube. We're yeah. kind of ending with podcasts. <laughs> <laughs> it all works uh, out. I tell people all the time, it's it's all connected. So like, yeah, it's all it's yeah. all connected. How you show up in one place is usually how you're showing up somewhere else too. So yeah, you know, trying yeah, to create man. that consistency across the board is huge. Agreed. Well, this was awesome, man. Uh, thank you, Vince. I appreciate it. Uh, people yeah, want to sure. find you Instagram and YouTube. No website. <laughs> yeah, no website right now. But I'm gonna. I'm actually gonna. I'm gonna work on getting that up. I actually pulled it up yesterday. So funny because um, I can still access it and things and like make oh, okay. edits. Um, yep. But I gotta. I gotta get that updated and everything. Especially, uh, I, I at least would like to have it done before the end of the year. Especially just like with the London project because uh, there's gonna be a zine that comes from that too. Nice. Um, 
like so basically just a little bit with that not to tell too much but or not to extend the conversation too much is like um yeah there'll be a zine that'll come from it uh it's an ongoing thing for me um i'd like to get back out to london like two more times and then kind of see how everything transitions from like what i'm shooting or like how i'm shooting and things like that but um yeah, everyone can just find me uh, just by my name, uh, just Vincent Perry Jr. on everything, uh, Instagram, YouTube, Twitter, and then eventually the website. It'll be it'll be VincentPerryJr.com. So I still have the domain. I still got the email and everything, but it's just it's just not up right now. So we'll we'll get back around to that for sure. Nice. Well, when you come to London, hit me up. I'm gonna be there soon. Hopefully no full doubt. time within a, a couple weeks. So yeah, no be, doubt. Be amazing to get together and. Uh, yeah, if people listening to this aren't following you, definitely check out Vince's YouTube and his Instagram. Just really amazing work on both platforms. Um, yeah, and thanks for doing this, man. Yeah, thank awesome you. Awesome chat. Okay, so hope you all enjoyed that conversation. And uh, it's talks like that that just make me love this community that much more. I think there's just a lot that we can kind of learn from one another, a lot we can relate to. And uh, yeah, conversations like that, I, I feel like there's always a lot uh, to take away. So hope you all enjoyed it. If you aren't following Vince's work, definitely make sure you take the time to check him out on uh, Instagram and on YouTube. Uh, really, really great stuff on there. And also uh, thank you to everyone who's left a review or a rating for the show so far. If you haven't, and you could take like 30 seconds or a minute of your time, jump onto Apple podcasts, leave a review, or just even a rating. That would be amazing. It really does help get this show out there uh, in front of more people. So it'd be awesome if you could do that. But yeah, hope you all enjoyed this one and we will talk to you next week.